What's up, everybody? Welcome back to It Holds Up, the show where the three of us watch older movies and see if they're still good today. On the program, Jason, what are we doing today, man? The never-ending story. That's right. It's never-ending story, and we have a special guest in the studio. It's a good one. I'm Jeremy Miller. I'm Jason Gray. I'm Jason Flynn. And let's see if it holds up. All right, everybody, we're here to talk about never-ending story, but before we get into all that... Before. Jason Gray, we have a special guest in the studio. We do. We do. He's very special. Want to give him an intro? I can I get a drum roll? Is that a thing? A don't tap the mic. That's <laughs> uh, Alan Santos. Alan Santos. Yo, Santos. what up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> He's not from Texas or from the South. We were talking about Texas before we got on the air. I think that's where that came from. Yeah, you know, you really internalize those, uh, yeah. those accents. But Jason Gray, fill in the audience as to why Alan Santos is in the studio with us today. Yeah, why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we shot me and uh, just for a little, little backstory. Yeah. Come, come back with us less than 24 hours ago. Me and my brother-in-law, Jay Flynn, if you didn't know mm. that, he's my brother-in-law. We were at Brothers. my B-Day uh, dinner with a side of the fam. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah, thanks. man. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Um, and we were thinking about the movie because we record on Saturday mornings. It was a Friday. That was yesterday. Yep. And uh, like, man, we're going to get pretty cerebral with this. this, we, this we're a, thinking, there's some deep pulls in this one. Yeah, there's some. Yeah. We're going to get like, we're not just going to be talking about Rachel Weiss right. being attractive. Right. Like we did last, you know, yeah, last week. <laughs> well, last or Eliza Dushku. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. So who who's the who's the Batman of deep thought? Who's yep. who's the Superman of uh super thoughts of super <laughs> i was like sensitivity no that doesn't work i was like shit what's the word that works there i think emotionality emotionality <laughs> yeah. and that is by far and away our good friend alan, alan santos. santos damn yeah shout out the bat signal i'm feeling some pressure here <laughs> no pressure alan all you have to do is be you all right i'll do i can do that yeah but i so i got the text yesterday that alan was joining us which is absolutely perfect and we'll get into why in just a minute mm. But first, let me explain what's going to go down, audience. So Ooh, explain it. Here's what we're going to do. We are going to talk about what it means for a movie to hold up. We're going to talk about the movie that we're watching. And then based on our nostalgia, based on memory alone, we are going to predict whether or not this movie holds up. Then we're going to actually go to my living room right next door. And we are going to watch The NeverEnding Story, come back and let you know whether or not we were right or whether or not we were really, really wrong. Jeremy, that was a really good synopsis. That's what we're doing. Yep. Jason Gray, what does it mean for a movie to hold up or not hold up? Okay. Do you guys remember that song when you were a kid? It was really, really annoying. The Never Ending Story theme song? Uh, no. Oh, or the song uh, that never ends? Yes, it, it just goes on and, on and on, my friends. Some, Some people started singing and not knowing what it was, but then they kept on singing it forever just because, because it is the song that never ends. I would one. like to apologize to all of you that that's in your head now until Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever day it is now, Friday. Hopefully it's Thursday. Yeah. So, I mean, the point of that song was just for silliness. Yeah. But it was like, it's kind of fun. It's fun. Right? But the Ehu question is revisiting that song now as an adult. Yeah. Um, are, 
are you going to sing it, you know, two times through, three times through and be like, hey, right. you know, this this feels right. Right. I, I It brings me back to my childhood of this stupid song, but I, yeah. I like it. It's still fun. Yeah. That's the positive. Or. Or is it, oh, my God, I'm going to turn this podcast off. Right. Or I'm never going to talk to Jason again because he just right. sang the song. One verse. Yeah. And I'm going to have to slap him if he yeah. ever brings that up again. So if it doesn't hold up, I get slapped? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I get slapped. Oh, you get slapped. I think, oh, then right? definitely. This is the problem with both of us having the same name. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's going to get crazy in there, you guys. We don't even know our own analogies <laughs> from anymore. A, from a closer to the ground level. Okay, get there. For a movie to hold up, it yes. means that we're going to tell people about it. We're going to probably watch it again. Uh, for it not to hold up means... This viewing is probably all we need for the rest of our lives. Please, yeah, please don't go watch it. Yeah, don't watch it. Mm-mm. I'm never going to watch it again. That's kind of the the low level criteria. Now, Jason Flynn, mm-hmm. uh, over to the. We're going to kick it to the newsroom. News correspondent Jason Flynn. <laughs> what are we about to watch, man? So I think this might be maybe our oldest movie. What's our oldest movie so far? Uh, K two was up there. K two was like seventy nine or something. That's like probably as old. No, actually, it's younger than Alan. (laughs) K two, yeah, definitely. I mean, Alan was probably in high school in the the (laughs) seventies. That's right. (laughs) Just just starting though. Yeah. Uh, Oh, okay. Uh, Young buck. So Uh, it's the the oldest for sure. We're well. No, I I think K two was oldest, but this is nineteen eighty four. So I was born in 84. This came out shortly after I was born. Uh Uh-huh. You guys were not. (laughs) I was not even born yet, right? We weren't alive. No, we weren't. So turns out I'm the only one that has seen this on opening day. Yep. In the theater. (laughs) But you could even just say in theaters in general. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, true. Feeling good about that one. So we're we're going way back. And this is, it's a German director. It's his first English film. Uh, Wolfgang, is it Wolfgang? Peterson? Wolfgang Peterson. Oh my God, I love him. He's How great. do you even know who he is? Resident well, movie nerd. You said, uh, yeah, yeah, you said, you say German <laughs> filmmaker. There's it's okay. a short list, um, but he he's done a ton of really good movies. Wait, you guys. German filmmakers are short. Well, no, the the list of them. Oh God, God yeah. Half of them started with Wolfgang. Okay. So. Right? I did not You're know what movies there. he yeah. directed. I yeah. honestly saw it and was just like, oh, we're good. Like, yeah. It's going to be a bunch of people we won't recognize. He's a big deal. Uh, Das Boot from 1981, pretty famous movie. Great movie. Whoa, that's, the, uh, that's the beer movie, right? <laughs> das Boot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the Line of Fire, Outbreak, Air Force One, The Perfect Whoa. Storm, Troy, and Poseidon in 2006. Yeah, he's, he's a G. Like Dang. That's kind of a baller. That's a pretty good list. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. Sans and Poseidon. I, but. Well, and I think... A lot of those are on our list. Can we add Troy? I know it's a little more than four. I I just want to add it. Can we add it, guys? We'll talk after. All right, we'll talk off air. Audience, (laughs) audience, tell us if Jeremy's wrong and that we shouldn't add it to the list. All right, fair. Please side with me. Uh, Because (laughs) other than that, we've got like nobody in this movie. There's going to be one character that you'll recognize from a bunch of TV shows or one actor you'll recognize from a bunch of TV shows. Other than that, not a person you'll recognize. Damn. Okay. Okay. Who's the one? Um, please hold. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, You're going to only already. recognize one. Who is it? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Gerald McRaney. Oh, yeah. You're going to recognize. You're not going to recognize him. It's like, oh, oh, Gerald oh, McRaney. Gerald McRaney. Then again, I didn't think we would know who the director was. So fair. Uh, it, but you'll be like, oh, that's the guy. He was in House of Cards. He has a bunch of like minor roles in a whole lot of stuff. Like cool. a lot of TV actors. That okay. Have a lot of that. 
Uh, cost $25 million to make, but box office to over 100. Wow. Damn, so and back then, that's a lot. A lot of, a lot of uh, popularity with this, with this movie. Any fun facts? Or is that later? Really. So I'm going to save some for later because okay. I found an interesting article, but there's too many spoilers in it. Roger that. So normally I would talk about here's like all this neat stuff, but let's talk about the fact that one of us in this room hasn't seen the movie. <sighs> Looking at you. Yeah. So let's go ahead and, and uh, we'll get into what we remember of the film and uh, yeah. our vote. I... I'm just going to come out of the gate, you guys. Like we've said in previous episodes, it's a safe space. Super safe. I am a, a movie nerd, as some have called me, and I have never seen this film. And um, I'll give a few disclaimers with that. Animal stuff in movies, usually, you know, intense uh, suspense. I don't do well with suspense, you guys. Okay. Like, you guys saw me have a meltdown in Freaky Friday. <laughs> right? <laughs> so over, over the concert, like the big climactic like oh my god everything's gonna work out fine and jeremy was freaking out freaking out because look i get so yep. into the story yeah. that like i can't it's just it's visceral uh, how is jlc gonna play the guitar what's gonna happen Lois? what's gonna jeremy literally he was he was getting out of the chair so i've never seen this movie and um a lot of hype around this movie, obviously, and I'm, I'm excited to check it off the list because it's one of those where, like, I'll be in conversation with people, and they're like, yeah, you know, like, the never-ending story, and I'm like, oh, yeah, totally, you know, but, like, I've but never really seen nothing. it, you guys, you know, and I'm excited to be able to show up to those kind of conversations really authentically. <laughs> You know, Good. 37 years later. Yeah, yeah. 30 years later, here we are. Jeremy being inauthentic for yeah. quite some time. 30 years of my life. Uh, it's going to be a weight off your shoulders of not having to lie yeah. anymore. I feel like <laughs> such an imposter, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually why we brought Alan in for the psychological help. Yeah. We're going to need yes. to process. Uh, Jason Gray, what do you remember of the never ending story, man? I remember. I feel like watching it when I was sick, maybe. Mm, okay. Um, definitely renting it from good old Hollywood video. Nice. For sure. Yeah. Um, or actually, no, this would have been Block older Western. than that. So it would have just been like our the like, local place, the local spot that nice. had all the movies like, you know, up on the little cage wall yeah. thingies. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember the horse nope. scene. Okay. Leave it at that though. Um, I will leave it at that. I remember being very like sad where oh, it was like, fuck. it was, it got me. I don't know. It was dark being a child watching this movie. It was kind of like, it made me feel, made me feel weird. Yeah. That's a perfect word is it makes you feel weird inside because you like it. But then at the same time, it's like something's wrong. And I think as <laughs> yes. a kid, I think as a kid, you don't know what it is. And Wait, then, what are we talking wait, about? What do you, do yeah. you have something to say? No. <laughs> yeah. It's I, a safe that's space, what right? I got. You did grow up in the church. Oh, that has nothing to do with it. Okay. I'm surprised they let me watch that, this movie. Yeah, honestly, I'm surprised <laughs> it flew in the first place. Um, so, yeah, that's my, uh, that's my context. Okay. Um, I remember certain scenes very vividly feeling weird. Yeah. Which I mean, you remember things like that because it's like, it's not like a trauma thing, but it's definitely like a moment of like intense emotion. Sure. Which this movie definitely has for me, even though I don't remember the fucking story for one second. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's my, that's nice. my PE. No, my PC personal PC. context. Yeah. Yeah. PE. I, I have Flynn? like almost the same exact thing. 
Mm. Like you actually, you took all the right words. Perfect. Let's go to Alan together. (laughs) (laughs) With one additional. Don't skip me. (laughs) This is going to be a rough enough day as it is. Uh, It is kind of funny. Like over the last week telling people, oh, where are you watching next week? Oh, never ending story. And they go, "Hmm." (laughs) or, yeah, Uh, I think when you're a kid, it's one movie and I'm excited to see if it's a very different movie because I've just kind of learned things over the years of what, pieces of the movie where as a kid you're like oh this is entertaining but there are some backs or like uh different contexts when you're a kid versus when you're an adult and Mm -hmm. that's that's where i told jason i was like that's why we need alan to really uh break it down i'm real excited to see what jeremy does (laughs) because well speak of the the devil devil alan santos you saw this movie in theaters i did so what do you remember of the movie man boy um I don't like you guys. I don't remember much of the story at all, interestingly enough. But I do remember thinking about how, or just being lost in this fantastical world. Wow, just the imagination of this place and what that brought to me Mm -hmm. was unbelievable. I don't remember any of the weird stuff, though. Interestingly enough, as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of like, huh. Do I actually remember this? Yeah. What is this movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I was I was just in Texas and I was telling people about the podcast and they're like, oh, so what, what are you doing? Or we were talking about weekend plans and they're like, what are you doing this weekend? And I was like, oh, I'm watching Never Ending Story. And they were like, that seems like kind of a weird thing to do on your weekend, you know. Um, but then I told them about the pod, so I got to shout them out because they're going to be listening. Out in Texas. Um, uh, okay, so pre-vote. I, I'm going to just go ahead and I'm coming out of the gate and say it doesn't hold up. And the, the basis for that is that um, I, I've seen stills and maybe little clips uh, and whatever is flying in the air looks very weird. And I don't that's what I'm basing it off of. I don't have much else. Have you seen do you remember Dark Crystal? Yeah. To me, this movie seems kind of like that. Yeah, I remember Dark Crystal. What did you think of Dark Crystal? Uh, At the time, I loved it. And Pizza Hut did this whole campaign around it. And they had these cool-ass cups and toys. I was into it. yeah. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, deep pull, dude. Dude, Pizza Hut had great toys because they also had Land Before Time. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Pizza Hut crushed it. Did you put Land Before Time on the list? I I can't (laughs) do that movie. That's what Sam thought this movie was. Dude, I can't do it. Sam, my wife. (laughs) I can't do it, you guys. I can't do it. She's like, yeah, the movie about the dinosaurs. Like, "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) That fucking movie, it it haunts me still. I can't do that movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's too much. (laughs) So we've removed it for personal safety reasons. Yeah, personal safety. (laughs) Jason Gray, does this movie hold up? Um, I think it's going to be tough to watch. But I think being an adult and like it's gonna be artsy. I think. Um, the question is, am I gonna watch it again? Am I gonna sing the the, the song that never ends? Yeah. Um, I feel like I'll probably watch it again. I don't know. So that's an it holds that's up. A, that's an easy for me, boys. Jason Flynn. I think I have to go. Doesn't hold up. Sorry, you know, words. English is you're so not. Tough. We've gone over this so many times. <laughs> you're not the words guy. It's fine. Take a I'm breath. I'm Relax. Not. You're the so, you're the okay. face. You're the pretty guy. <laughs> oh man, we are doomed. Uh, I don't think it's going to hold up, but I'm still excited to watch it because I really want to see if it's a whole different movie when you're an adult. Cool. And so I will be pleasantly surprised if it does hold up for that reason. But I think I'm the nostalgia 
Blinded. <laughs> Blinded. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, I would, if I say it holds up, it might just be purely nostalgia. Okay. So, okay. so you're going effects, a, though, a soft. I'm going, yeah, a soft D does dude. not hold up. Okay. Uh, you mentioned effects, though. I, from what I remember, there's actually a lot of practical effects. Well, yeah, I think uh, back then that's all we had. Well, you're going to see there's definitely going to be some really bad green screens. Nice. There's going to be at least a couple. Um, you but said green screen really cool. Green screens? Gr- no, you're like oh, green screens. Green screens? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be like so many green screens. So many green screens. Green screens are just going to be... <laughs> Anyways, I th- but I remember... S- some specific practical effects that I think we will all get a kick out of given cool. our history. I love it. All right, Alan. Last but certainly not least, my friend. Uh, Alan. <laughs> I am torn, man, because I want it to hold up so badly. Yeah. But the thing is, why haven't I seen this in like 30 years? Right? That's, yeah. a, that's a good a point. great point. Yeah. So I'm going to go with it's going to hold up, but I've got a lot of stuff that's sort of pulling me towards... A lot of evidence I got in my head right now. Yeah. Mm. Effects being one of them. And just like, why haven't I seen this in so long? Yep. That's stacking up against my uh, decision here. So okay. We'll find out. We'll find out. So we've got one vote that it holds up from Alan. And then on uh, you? I mean, I know I'm forgettable, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I said, <laughs> oh, I, I thought you said doesn't. doesn't. Did go, we're a fitty fitty. You yeah. went up. Okay. So we're split right down the middle. Yeah. We got two D-Hoos and two E-Hoos. So. Yeah. We're uh, soft ehus though. Soft ehus, super yeah. soft. Well, in in all fairness, we're soft ehus. Yeah. Right. Like, because okay. I'm. It's weird. You we know, got a soft energy in the room it's really today. Soft. Yeah. I think everyone's just kind of lightly on edge. Yeah, I'm like, on edge. Like, what's gonna? What's what's about what, to happen to us here? Yeah. <laughs> this could destroy my we'll whole say, world as at, I know it. Yeah. Ninety-four <laughs> minutes. Ninety-four minutes. So okay. we're actually doing pretty good on time. It's, Thank God. I was a little afraid I was gonna look and it's gonna be like you know two and a half hours. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, I'm really excited that you said that actually because yeah. I, I thought we were in like a two twenty situation. Yeah. Which would be <laughs> too much <laughs> if it's not working out. That's a really rough long movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well, that being said, you guys ready to go watch this thing? Let's do it. God help us. Let's do it. Here we go. What is the secret of this enchanted book? What wonders are hidden within its pages? What magical spell does it cast on all who read it? What is the secret of the never-ending story? But that's impossible! Enter a world where a young boy's imagination becomes a vivid reality. The world of Atreyu and Artax, the Rockbiter, and a good and kind gnome. A world that is vast and eternal, treacherous and dazzling, unforgettable and free. For anyone who's ever made a wish believed in a fantasy or had a dream this is the never-ending story
All right, everybody. We uh, just watched Neverending Story. We're here to talk about it, and here's how it's going to go. We're going to kind of go around the horn with uh, what we thought of the film. I'm sure that uh, news correspondent Jason Gray's got some notes and quotes. Notes and quotes. And um, we'll kind of digest. A lot A lot just happened. I, I'm, I'm a little thrown off because I'd never seen this movie, you guys. Uh, so here we are. What do we think? I mean, I, we can report Jeremy is alive at least. I made yes. it. I made it through. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just going to come out of the gate and say I, I, I really don't know what the fuck just happened. <laughs> like I don't, I don't understand. Where am I? Yeah, I feel very confused. What is reality, Jeremy? Well, it's, um, it's whatever we perceive it to be. And right now, my perception is a little askew. Uh, Jason Gray. Yeah. Let's just kick it to notes and quotes, man. Does that so feel like go a good place to start? Yeah. I mean, I'll, it, it, I'll shepherd you guys through the about. experience. Let's you know, go. we're starting from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. It's notes and quotes, notes and quotes, notes and quotes by Jason. Um, okay. The never ending story at the very beginning, there was palatable, palatable nervousness in the room throughout. Yes. I mean, I think Alan actually said, uh, something like I'm fucking nervous. <laughs> yeah, you were nervous, Alan, coming in, coming in. Yeah, where where was that coming from? I just wasn't sure what the heck was about to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. here we are, two hours yeah. later. Still we no still clue. don't know. Yeah. We still don't know. <laughs> um, the song playing in the beginning. Uh, so notes and quotes, notes from us and notes from the movie. Um, the <laughs> Jeremy was like, "Wow, I've I've heard people singing this." Yeah, and. <laughs> I said, I've been singing it. I literally just sang it in the pre-recording. Yeah. Like all, all morning. And anytime we've ever mentioned it, I think if we went back to any time we'd talk about it on the wheel, yeah. it was the, the never ending the little melody. And Jeremy just discovered why we've been doing People that. sing that song. They do a lot. Like I, is, now here's a real mind fuck for you, Jeremy. Okay. That's why the song that never ends and goes on and on. It's kind of like the never ending theme song goes yep. on. It really and does. On yeah. And on. And on. Uh, right out the gate, another quote from Jeremy. Raw eggs were big in the 80s. It's true. <laughs> and orange juice. Yeah. Yeah. Before we realized yeah. that it's just entirely too much sugar. Um, but like raw eggs, a lot of, lot of rocky action with some raw eggs. Because it was the, the dad making breakfast. And yeah. The yeah. It was just that was, raw I don't even have time to cook this. Yeah. 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 It was know? amazing. There's a jar of Sanka. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> Wonder bread. Yeah. Yeah. Just a whole pound of butter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just a, a brick. Pound. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I, I want to just kind of rewind a little bit. And I, I have a feeling we're going to go in, in deep here. But deep. Just like the intro credits set a tone that was very confusing for me because it's like this super upbeat theme song. Da, na, 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 na. But like the visuals, I felt like I was on acid. A lot of like clouds melting and all that. And I'm like, what? Like, what, what are we trying to convey here? And that never left. That yeah. confusion of like, what am I watching? What tone are we in? Yeah. What energy is this coming from? It never shifted. You ended where you began. Yeah. A never ending story. Confused. Um, the very first quote from the movie we got was from the dad, stop daydreaming and start facing your problems, saying that to his child about his, who, who just uh, lost his mom. Yeah. yeah. Like, whoa, <laughs> little rough. I yeah. noted, I noted that one down myself. Yeah. That like, one, like, whoa, that this one guy hurt. is not so cool. No, that hurt, dude. And it's like, 
like I get the sentiment. It's like, hey man, like uh, we gotta we gotta like keep charging on, but let's like check in a little bit, you know? Like, hey, how you doing? What is it about the books that you love? Like, there's a lot of opportunity there, and the dad just cracked his egg and skipped over all of it, man. Yeah, and then start berating him about your teacher thinks you like drawing or says you draw a lot of horses. Yeah, no, it's a unicorn. Exactly. Why don't you like riding horses? <laughs> you love horses. Like, it's a fucking unicorn, Dad. Ah, God, Dad, great guy. Foreshadowing. Ugh. Um, there's some other quotes from us in here, but I have so many quotes. I got to skip some of these guys. Yeah. Uh, fast forward to being in the book. Uh, the book. Wow. The, the bookstore. Bu- the bookstore. Um. I really enjoyed this quote. Uh, here we just sell small rectangular objects called books. No beep, 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 boop, beep, boop. That's right. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, no, the old timer in the bookstore was, he was very much <laughs> living in his books. It really remind me of a Mr. Miyagi. A little bit. Yeah, like yeah. he's like, oh, and I thought, for some reason, I thought all these people would come back at some point in the movie. Nope. No yeah, callback. Bookstore guy, gone. Yeah. And the book that he had, the never ending story, like the actual book, is cool. Yeah, it's a sick book. It's got like a, a, an amulet on the top yeah. and it's like leather and it's got like metal happenings yeah. on it. But it's a here, cool book. Here's the thing though, Jay. Uh, something I learned a long time ago, I saw Evil Dead at a very tender age. If you've got a book that's leather bound with any kind of metal on there, barbed wire, you don't crack that book, man. <laughs> You know what I mean? That movie was probably more appropriate to watch as a child than this one. 100%. If I had watched this as a child, like... We'll dive into that one with Dr. Alan Santos. Yeah, Dr. Santos. Yeah. (laughs) What the... Let's crank through Uh, some more of them. Yeah, so uh, a lot of this movie takes place with the kid reading the book in the fantasy world, but in he's in the attic reading the book. Yeah. And how he gets to the attic is he just like snags the attic key at his school. The attic of his school. Yes. Yeah, like what the hell? Like the attic of the, and is that, I guess, pause. Is that a, I guess, is that a metaphor? Um, let's, let's look at this. And we're going to dive. I don't know. Here we go. Down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Let's get this. Is this a metaphor to dive into? Probably not. I mean, (laughs) of all the metaphors in the movie. movie. (laughs) Well, why was he in the attic and why was there a human skull? He unlocked the attic in the school to go on a journey. I don't know. There's something there. There's There's something something there. there. I don't know. This is going to keep me awake tonight, so I'll report back at (laughs) 4 a.m. We'll have a bonus episode. (laughs) Yeah, of what this actually means. (laughs) Um, So three of us have seen, saw the movie previously. Jeremy did not. No. Like when, when it really started and you get into the fantasy world, Everything kind of like I remembered it very vividly. Like, mm. oh yeah, I remember the snail. I remember the goblin dude. Mm. I remember the rock guy, mm-hmm. which was very. I've never like watched a movie and then vi- like viscerally been like, oh, I f- I remember feeling this and seeing this, which mm. was really weird. It mm. came back like really hard. Yeah, that's was- just like I because before when we recorded this morning, I didn't remember the racing snail. I oh. remembered the rock guy, but that was it. The weird little guy with the bat when they end up in the little palace and all the people with the weird faces and everything, it came back real hard. Totally. Yeah. What about you, Alan? Did it come back for you? I'm trying to. So the part that I do remember was the very end, like just feeling good. It's Mm -hmm. like it wins at the end of the day, that kind of thing. 
And I do remember some of the stuff, but I can't tell if it's just because I know the story mm. and from talking about it or I actually remember it. Mm-hmm. Something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sort of, yeah, I'm lost. Yeah, the, the, the impression I had of the movie is that it was going to be the kid riding Falcor like the whole time. Yeah. So when Falcor didn't come in until like late second act, I was like, oh shit, I had a totally different idea of what I was going to experience. He's here. really there for montage transition time. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I remember the story being. Is yeah. Falcor? Is Falcor and just yeah. like gliding around. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that happens in like, maybe I caught some of the second one or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, I know. wonder how much Falcor is in the, the subsequent movies. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, one of the first quotes that really got me was, and it was kind of a throwaway quote, but it was a strange, nothing is destroying everything, mm. which I think is a very interesting thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love the, I love the, like the whole parallel between like the kid and his life and, you know, him trying to, his dad forcing him close to the ground and this other story. Fall. I love that. That that's a sick parallel. But like the way we got there, it's yeah. just kind of painful. Kind of <laughs> painful. I'm feeling like I'm in that the what is it the fucking swamp of sadness. <laughs> I, I'm still in there, you guys. Do we want to fast forward to the, uh, the let's, swamp? Let's of talk sadness? about the swamp. I. <sighs> All right, so we're beyond, so we're beyond <laughs> yeah. spoilers and yes. everything. So we're just <laughs> yeah. gonna get it. So there's the infamous scene when <sighs> you're a kid. And Jason and I both talked about this, that yep. watching a horse drown in mud when you're, I don't know, six yeah. is not a great thing to experience. Dude, it's not a great experience when you're Adult. 49. You are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was rough. And so uh, at least three of us knew what was coming. And poor Jeremy, Ooh. literally, I think the quote was, oh, man. Like swamp of sadness. That sounds awful. Yeah. And then like two seconds later, like, oh, the two horse se- is kind of getting stuck in the mud. Two yeah. seconds later, the movie, like the overdub was everyone knew that anyone that let the sadness overtake them would sink into the swamp. God. And, then, and then Jeremy's like, oh, man, why is the horse not moving very fast? <laughs> and it just completely fell apart. And it's jeremy asked several times why the fuck would they let kids watch this yeah yeah and jason flynn said well every kid in the 80s watched this movie and then jeremy quickly replied no wonder why we're all fucked up <laughs> it's true this is collective trauma yeah, dude. like i think we could back up to this point in time and determine <laughs> yeah. what went wrong where it all started for us but and so that's where I was saying like the undertones of the story. The whole thing is the horse died of depression, right? And it's <sighs> the whole movie is about an all-consuming depression ruining everything. <sighs> and so and then that's where it's like you don't know that when you're watching this as a kid, you're just like, why the horse die? Why is that wolf chasing this guy? I- and then you rewatch it as an adult and you're like, oh my God, like yeah. this is some serious heavy shit. Yeah. I don't remember that the kid's mom even died. Like no. from when I watched it yeah, as a kid, I don't, I don't remember, remember that. Yeah. that she was dead. And then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, by the way, depression is coming to kill you. Like, uh, great. I think for me, like, I thought maybe the wolf was going to come out and they'd be like, you know, kind of dragging in the mud and it'd get real close and then they'd barely get out. I thought we were in a situation like that. So there's so many layers because 
like the first of which is that I struggle big time when we lose animal characters in film. Like I am legend destroyed me right with the dog. Jesus. Or like old, yeah, like any of those. I just, I can't do it, man. They break my soul. Secret life of pets. Ugh. No, not no, so much. No animals, <laughs> but still it's like it, the intensity of losing an animal character. So it's like, okay, if the horse, uh, like what's that Spielberg movie? With the horse and the soldier and uh, uh, horse? war horse. Yep. Yeah, like that kind of, ooh, my heart, right? <laughs> so it's like if there's an external factor that takes an animal out, that's that's like heavy. But the fact that it was that the horse was just sad. In the horse's it, but, face while it's happening. It's, oh, dude, yeah. Like, yeah when, it's, when we just rewatched that, yeah. like you see the horse and the horse, Intense. its yeah. eyes are giant. It looks like yeah. it's terrified. It's like, oh my God, dude, <laughs> what is happening? What the fuck? Yeah. And Atreus like, come on, you gotta make it. Don't be He's sad. screaming at the horse yeah. to not be sad. It, and his uh, his acting right there, like he brought it. Fantastic. Yeah, he brought <laughs> it, dude. It, every other scene was pretty questionable yeah, with Atreus, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. that scene... I actually made a note that the horse was probably the best actor in this whole movie. I, I completely agree <laughs> yeah. with you, Alan. Yeah, yeah For sure. like that. I like you guys. That is gonna. That is gonna. That's. This is one of those scenes where I'm gonna be in the shower like a week from now, washing my hair, and it's gonna pop into my, and I'm just gonna lose it, dude. You'll accidentally wash some mud off your leg or something. <laughs> and see the mud? No, I'm falling into the sadness. <laughs> I mean, Fuck. Jeremy literally said, uh, if you guys weren't here, I would be on the floor in the fetal position. True that. <laughs> That's a true story, dude. That was one of the most brutal scenes I think I've ever experienced. Yeah, this is definitely a, like, a critical moment in the movie. Yeah. Where totally. everything is kind of unfolding. You're like, huh, cool. I wonder what this is. And then it hits without you really realizing it's going to hit you. Yeah. And you're like, this is not a movie for kids, man. No, it, dude. It no. was a violent way to get into act yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally like, hey, guys, we're going to go on this journey. It's going to be okay. We don't know if we'll make it, but let's go anyways. Yeah. To the horse is dead. Yeah, but I mean, not, flip I mean, a switch. The sentiment that I was carrying the whole time is like, of course, they're all going to make it and it's going to get close, right? Yeah. That's the whole thing with kids' movies is like like Toy, Toy Story, right? You always get close. Yeah. And, and even though you know they're going to make it, because of how close it is, it sends you into a spiral, right? So with the horse and Atreyu, I'm like, all right, they're going to make it, but damn, is this intense on the way? But then he just kind of keeps on sinking, man. And then he keeps on sinking some more. And, then <laughs> and there was a part, too, right before he goes under, the music started to kind of turn positive. Yeah, and you and think I looked over at you, and you were kind of like, like this sigh of relief. I was like, oh, no. No, like that sigh is gonna get you, my friend. <laughs> the music throughout, though, like the atmospheric music was yeah. great, killer. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, that scene. I think yeah. yeah, Jay Flynn got a good video of me. If if we can rip the audio from it, we'll plug it in here. Yeah, maybe <laughs> put it on the gram. Yeah. We'll, let, we'll let you think about it for a little while. Yeah, God. What else you got, Jay? Let's move uh, out of this scene, dude. Yeah. I gotta get okay. out of here. I'll I'll lift it back up. Yeah, uh, well, this is... I don't know. If it's, it's, <laughs> how are you going to? Lifting? How are you going oh, to do oh, that? We're moving on to next week's movie. Okay, great. So, volcano. And, um, I think we'll laugh about it more than anything. Uh, does the dragon molest this kid? Does Falcor molest <laughs> Just, Atreyu? Because what the hell was going on with that? Falcor brought some unique energy. It's to a the little set. uncomfortable, man. Yeah. It's right? like, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna jump a little ahead just to one of the critic reviews was it it was a fan review on Rotten Tomatoes but it was like I'm gonna say it Falcor was a pimp. <laughs> oh, God. 
Because <laughs> it mean, was awkward as he shit. He has this moment where, like, he's, would you mind scratching behind my ear? I can never quite reach it. And, like, the way he says it and then the sounds that uh, he makes. He winks at him. Yeah. It's, it's like, it was just weird. It was a little flavor of creepy, man. Yeah. Was, like, uh, and, I mean, kids' movies are often creepy. Yeah. Like in some way that you like watch it as an adult and you're like, is there like a weird undertone here? But this was like not an undertone. No. Just a tone. So. It was just it was the weird. tone. <laughs> they, so you can go to this little theme park in Germany. I think it's in like some tiny small town and they have Falcor there. I'm not. And so there. we can go relive this together, guys. We could scratch behind his ear and see what happens. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to do that, dude. Jay Flynn had a quote right there. It was like. Gosh, is, this segment is called movie or porn. <laughs> the noises he was making. It was weird. I yeah. Super weird. yeah. It, was, it was rough. Uh, there were a bunch more quotes, but we got to do there's We can't talk to all of them. No, I'm sure. Um, there was one one point. Alan's one ex, exclamation during the movie when Atreyu is trying to walk through the sphinxes and he has to like be sure in himself. And yeah. Keep moving forward. And Alan said, got to confront your shadow, dude. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, from like a, a psychological clinical standpoint, there is a lot going on in this movie. Mm-hmm. So much so that I'm like, you know what? I'll think about all that later. I'm still in grief and I need to befriend that <laughs> grief and like work with this in real time because God, the the Sphinx thing though was weird too because we talked about this where it's like you could easily just go around. Yeah, where's yeah, Falcor? Okay, but sure, for the point of the movie, they yeah. were only nine miles away. They explained it. I think nine or twelve miles away. Yeah, Falcor just couldn't like get them all the way to the end there. Uh, but Don't. they <laughs> we're past the movie or porn segment. So they're going they're going through the thing. And they're like, if the eyes open, then the person isn't sure of themselves and they'll die a certain death or whatever. The eyes open, they shoot at him. All he does is dive forward. Yeah. So it's like, the- okay, great. So he wasn't sure of himself. He went through the gate. Cool. Movie moves on. Like, yeah. There was a lot of these little, oh, this can't happen. Oh, but it happens. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that. A lot of weird holes there. What else you got, Jason Gray? Um, So there's an explanation um, of like what Fantasia is, like the world mm. that is happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to read it. Uh, Fantasia is the thoughts and dreams of humankind. People Mm. have begun to lose their hopes and forget their dreams. So the nothing grows stronger. The nothing is the emptiness that is left in that absence. Mm. People who have no hopes are easy to control and whoever has the control has the power. Yeah, that was dope. I I liked it. I liked that. That's what we were doing. Um, again, cool parallel. Uh, but geez, like we could have gone about delivery yeah. in a little bit of a different way. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you, Jay. Issue. Yeah. It was just kind of rough. Like, uh, like I kind love of? the sentiment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love yeah. what we're doing. Cool. Cool idea. Yeah. Great sure. idea. Like, you know, it's like you take, I mean, I speak to this all the time in my work where it's like, you know, children have just the most beautiful imaginations. They're so unbound by like all these hand-me-down beliefs and shit. So it's like seeing them in this state of pure joy. It's like everything. But like this movie, like we could have done that uh, without like killing a horse in a swamp of sadness. Well, like one of the themes is that you can get through depression with friends. Yeah. So snail racer guy, all those people, they're all trying to 
defeat this thing. They're going to help each other. And they kind of like missed it on that because yeah. <laughs> it, it was supposed to be they can all get together. And when you have everyone going through the same thing, you can lean on each other and you're going to defeat the nothing and yeah, move yeah. on. And it was just a little bit more like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Horse dead. Yeah, it got a little squirrely there with the, all that because like all those supporting characters showed up for five seconds and then that was it until the very end yeah. where you see them all die. Yeah, and then he says they all die, and then they're back yeah, at the very what? end. Yeah. What do you guys think uh, of the ending? Speaking of the ending. Um, I'm, Alan, what do you think? I mean, okay, so Jesus Christ, where do I start with this? <laughs> um, I mean, it's a feel-good ending, right? Yeah. I don't think it's the... I don't think it's the ending he had in mind for the movie. No. Okay. You know? Um, it's kind of like, oh, production's up. Yeah. Wrap yeah. it up at lunchtime. We can't go into the, <laughs> yeah. can't fight the unions. Right. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm glad it left on a sort of up note for myself and my own. Yeah. Just sanity. like for the rest of the day. It's Me like, too. Okay, great. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm just so confused right now. Yeah, I feel <laughs> it. You know, there's like. We should have gone on like a beach walk. Yeah. Before yeah, we yeah. It's like <laughs> trying to anchor a little we bit. Should yeah. like, we should decompress. Normally we don't want to say anything until we hit record. Maybe this one we should have decompressed a little bit. And just I like feel for, like there were a lot of limits to to the to what was trying to be accomplished. I like I have no idea what was trying to be accomplished here, but I feel like this was limited by a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. Technical constraints of the special effects. Yeah. Um you know, just in the way of telling the story, it seems like there's there's a, a a lot of thematic material that was trying to be applied here that kind of was, but not in a way that really hits home on any one of them. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. Jeremy was also saying, it's like um, it could have been done in such a way that was enjoyable, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or like, more effective. Yeah. And that like fine line between wait a second. It's like the, I come away from this like, wow, was this whole thing a sandbag for getting parents in to look at themselves and, and realize something about themselves? I think yeah. so, dude. Yeah. I think you're right. Like, and in me. that way, like, I think you're onto something, Alan, because totally. without the harshness, without like the overt extreme of what it is to like crush your kids' dreams, the message wouldn't land, I don't think. Yeah. So I think it's less about encouraging kids to like tap into their dream state and embrace their daydreams and all this stuff. And more about like, hey, mom and dad, like while you're thinking about your promotion at work and being a dick to your kids, like this is what it's creating in their mind. Yeah. That's cool. Like I, I can get behind that. And like speaking to the technical constraint, it's like I think of Dune, right? Like the original Dune. Like that movie needs to be remade. I'm stoked that it's being remade because it the story couldn't be told in a way to do the story justice because of how expansive it is and the fact that they couldn't create that cinematically. Yeah. Totally. So like with the remake, I feel like it's going to be told the right way. Yeah. And there were several times during this movie where I'm like, I hope they remake it because they could do it in a way to where like, the message might land and we could skip the whole swamp scene. You know so what I mean? It, 
what you just said about um, is there, you know, like, did we really have to go through all this just to get the parents that message? That's actually the conversation the princess and Atreyu are having at the end. Mm. He's like, you've had the answer all along. Why right. couldn't you just tell me what to do? And she's like, we couldn't. You have to go through all this in order to. So yeah. interesting little uh, I like that. parallel there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, there's so much you can make out of the movie. Like even the little pendant thing. Right, it, it's like the snakes, snakes or whatever. Yeah, what's yeah. it called? Ouroboros. It, I don't know what right? they call it. Snaking in its own tail. It's yeah, like yeah. The symbolic of life, death, and rebirth. Mm. And that's just happening on so many levels for him internally, but also the story that's happening. All of it at the same time. It, it gets like, like meta layer on top of meta layer. Yeah, yeah, it, totally. This is exactly why we brought you in, just for the record. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> we needed you to say meta layer, but we got the sound by now, so we're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. We're good. All you right, never Alan, have to come back. Great. Perfect. We could have just started there, just like this stupid movie. Nah, see, but we wouldn't have gotten there without the movie. True. So, Jason Gray, you got any other notes and quotes, man? I got. I mean, I honestly, I have a lot more quotes, and I have some notes, but I think we touched on, you know, the main pieces. There are some funny things. Like at, at one point, Jeremy thought he said, I want to go to the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Uh, they said Ivory what? Tower, Ivory Tower. And I thought they said, I, and I'm like, why the hell are they going to France? Yeah. They're like in a completely fictional place, but let's go get some baguettes. Yeah. yeah well, that's, that's why I'm like, I was so hyper. I'm like, of all the places, you're going to go to Paris, France. Dude, yeah. They are so not friendly and there. This, this lasted for a good couple minutes. Yeah. Like yeah. I was really in it. And then they they show the ivory tower he goes oh, oh ivory tower guys i thought he said eiffel tower and we thought we thought he was just really around and that the joke was a little flat brutal um okay so i'm you know uh, a little apprehensive but vote what do we think about this movie and let's let's kick it around the horn with you know kind of a final thought in our vote and then we'll get into the fun stuff about uh tomato meter and some fun reviews because i'm sure there are plenty i kind of want to hear your vote jeremy okay i'm sure the audience can maybe guess it Uh, after after the movie the last thing that was said jeremy stood up and said yeah okay whatever (laughs) (laughs) so i'm 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 in a really interesting place because Mm. part of me really disliked this movie and like as we're talking about it I mean, here we are, like totally talking about it in depth with very complex emotional layers present. Totally. And that's something to be said. Like I kind of, I'm giving, I'm giving this movie and it holds up. Whoa. Yeah, I am. And here's why. Because I'm so like, it created so much in me. Totally. That like it, it kind of achieved its purpose. Even with like her pretty bad acting. Yeah. Terrible acting. still felt stuff. Yeah, big time. I I actually liked Bastion's acting. The kid reading the book. He was good. I I actually liked it because he's sitting there, you know, yes, there were some overly dramatic pieces of it, but like I was actually kind of surprised that he wasn't in more stuff because as a child actor, he did better than most other child actors. Yeah, he he did the best. I mean, because like, how do you make reading a book look interesting? And he <laughs> somehow a, achieved point. that. They could have taken a page out of the Princess Bread. That's true. Oh, that's damn. The, the best <laughs> reading through a story yes, movie book ever. Bing bang boom. Yeah, sorry, my that's fault. Right. No, I like it. Good job. No, that's a good pull. I I'm gonna so give it. It, a, it holds up. I'm giving it a very hesitant and very reluctant. Uh, it holds up purely based on the premise that I think I'll watch this again 
um, so that I can kind of, I want to watch it again now knowing that it's going to just totally stab me in the heart <laughs> yeah. and try and look at kind of the undertones that Alan was speaking to, that Jay Flynn w- with the parents. Like, I want to watch it through that lens and see what it creates. Um, but it, I'm going to give it a long time, you guys, because this this one hurt. You yeah, know? this isn't a, oh, I need to rewatch this next weekend kind of movie. <laughs> this no. isn't Freaky Friday. No, it's not Freaky Friday, dude. <laughs> it's clearly no Freaky Friday. <laughs> no. Jason Gray, what about you, man? Um... Um, well, I mean, it made us all feel things. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of a really good uh, a barometer. Is that the right word? Yeah, that's a good so. one. I like it. Yeah, barometer. Uh, to like for thinking if I care about a movie or not. Because you, if you don't care, you don't feel. Right. 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 And we all felt. We did. So for me, again, to the binary scale, am I going to sing the song, uh, you know, a couple times over for the fun of it? Um, I don't know if it's going to be for the fun of it, but I think for the experience and the kind of like with the, the lens of like the parenting piece, yeah. I did not think about that for a second. And that's super, I, I, I like that. Me that's too. an interesting piece. Yeah. Um, so for me, it holds up. I mean, nice. again, I'm not going to watch this fucking next weekend. Or yeah. <laughs> maybe not next year, but <laughs> I mean, being in like, I think when I have kids, I'm not going to show my kids this movie. No way, dude. Yeah, man. But maybe when I have kids, I'll watch this movie as maybe a, not a reminder, but just like a check-in. A check-in. Yeah. Like where mm-hmm. where am I at watching this happen? I like that. I like that a lot. It holds up. Jason Flynn. So it was better than I thought. Like I actually paid attention. I thought we were all going to be bored as hell. Yeah. Like literally I thought it would be us. I thought we would end up just talking to each other and letting it play in the background. Mm -hmm. So it's better than I thought. I'm going to go doesn't hold up because I'll don't ever imagine watching it again, Mm -hmm. but I want to see it recreated and I want Guillermo del Toro. Like I came up while we were watching. I was like, Oh, this would be perfect for him. And if he could redo it. Yep. This movie remade. This yeah. movie remake, because normally I would say I, I'm so sick of the remakes. Now, Dune, I'm excited about, to your point, for yep. the visual effects. Mm-hmm. Same with this. I think you can nail visual effects. Maybe take out some of the creepy sex dragon. Take out a little <laughs> bit of that. Well, and with Guillermo it's, behind it, it would that be, is the perfect call. And he's such a good storyteller. Yes. Like Honestly, now I'm probably going to go watch Pan's Labyrinth. I was just, I, I was just <laughs> about to ask, was that him? Yeah, Because yeah, that's perfect. So it's that's perfect. Tone. Pan's Labyrinth plus this. Yep. Keep the dark undertones. I, I got I chills. want the dark undertones to be there, but I want the story to be better to say, going back to what I said earlier about this is, you can get through anything with friends and that quote that you read i already forgot it all uh but the quote where they're describing what it is is that it's like okay you need to go through this kind of thing great let's do it just not in this movie and i definitely won't have my kids watch this movie but with guillermo dude that is like the best call i've like i had chills just picturing this story told through him because his imagination is unbelievable now, there's one big downside for that for Jason Gray is that it would be in subtitles. Yeah, that's true. It'd be in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I don't want Guillermo. Yeah. He's like, oh, doesn't hold up. That, that, that sequel or that remake doesn't hold up. And the Swamp of Sadness with Guillermo yeah. is going to hurt a hundred times harder, oh. dude. Oh, my Lord. But in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Santos. Alan. Last but not least. Okay. <laughs> I still have mixed feelings about this thing, so... As a 
as a, like an entertaining movie that I want to sit down and watch just on a Saturday morning, let's say. Mm-hmm. A dadder day? Yeah. Dadder day. Does not hold up. Okay. But as a, as a movie, I want to sit down and think deeply about philosophical things and ways of life and how we come to life and the power of our mind and our imagination, finding courage and being the hero of our own journey. All of that stuff, I would watch it again and again and again. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, 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 I would love a remake to be done as well because mm-hmm. the whole time I was watching it, I was like, yeah, this is, I would totally love this if it were just redone. And yeah. Yeah. And I kept thinking, man, like, so there are a couple of other movies I think of that I would default to like Instead the matrix, of, I yeah. think is a, is a, it's not exactly a, a one for one transfer, but like, Wizard of Oz too. Yeah. Entertaining and those yeah. themes underlie the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I think it holds up in that philosophical way, but not as a like a piece of art. Yeah. yeah. Well, well as a piece of art, but not as a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, mm-hmm. if yeah. it's on, t- if it's on, if it comes on a TV, I see it on TV. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yeah. This one, you yeah. don't start like yeah. 30 minutes in on TNT. No. <laughs> you know, like I'm not hanging around for right. it. Yeah. This is no broken arrow. No, <laughs> this is no broken arrow. So dude. I'm not sure what that is. Is that a, um, I think we split the difference. I mean, we've got two, it holds ups. Mm-hmm. We've got one. It doesn't. And one like, I mean, Alan is saying that he'll watch it again though. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. According so to the that, metrics, that's, it. that's the binary scale. Okay. Would you or wouldn't you? I that's think true. That's holds up then. All right. So we I, got, I do like the idea though of like, I want to watch it like, philosophically or to yeah, break yeah. that down. I just don't feel I need to watch it again. Right. Like I feel like this gave me enough. Yeah. Yep. And I'll, we can all sit around that hot tub and talk about. Yeah. Like in, in six <laughs> months, Wait, if the three on. of us had rewatched it, yeah. you would jump in on that yeah. conversation. Yes. Not needing to do it again. Exactly. I feel yeah. like, like I said, at the beginning of this, I wanted to rewatch this as the adult to figure out, like take those things I had learned about it and apply it. I think I got what I need. Yeah. I'm not going to do it again. So there we I'm go. I'm happy with our, Kind of happy with our yeah. split. Decision. I am too. I, I we got I'm, three ehus. Yeah, I'm still. I'm <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm like, oh my god. Alan's going. Like, through what it. was happening in Germany in 1984? I'm uh, just like, we've got 1984. So the book 1984 is coming around, and like yeah. people are worried about losing their autonomy to Big mm-hmm. Brother and stuff like that. And I'm just trying to like get in the mindset of this dude who's like making this movie. Yeah. I'm just, and it's like, whoa, what is going on here? I feel yeah. like whatever Wolfgang grew up in, he put in this movie. Yeah. So whatever he was in as Daddy a little issues. kid, like we got stuff to work with in therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm excited to process this with some of my clinical friends. Uh, we can forget about mom and dad for a while. I got a whole new bag of problems. Uh, and, and That's a quote from a movie. Yeah. What, what movie is that one? Or did we already talk about this? We already talked about oh, okay. that. That's cool. Um, but Jason Flynn, I'm so curious about our tomato meter. All right. So do we oh, want to? We got to do pre guess. Yeah, we want to. We got to do our pre guess. I'm. I'm gonna get. I'm. I'm guessing that this did very well. I'm gonna give it a. At what point does it become fresh? Seventy. 60, 60 or seventy. I, I kind of want to say it's sixty. It's not fifty. I'm gonna give it a sixty-four. Sixty-four. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go like 73. Alan, we're guessing the tomato meter. So this is at 100, right? Yeah. And tell me, 
like an amazing movie where is that going to rank? Okay. Um, it's not well, 100, the, right? The Godfather is a 100. Okay. It, now, they are notoriously harsh on movies. Really like, good movies are like the 80s. Like yeah. that yeah, is okay. like really good. Oh, man. The critics, the critics love artsy. I'm they do. Saying. That's the thing. That's I will at least say the critic score and the audience score are one point off from each other. Really? Wow. Almost, almost identical. One point. Oh, wow. I'm going to go high 60, 68. Okay. Yeah. All right. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Watch 80. 80. Wow, dude. 80, 80 for the critics, 81 for the audience. Wow. 80 for the critics. That's crazy. I would love to see other 80, 80s movies, no pun and no double entendre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There. <laughs> other 80s movies that scored an 80? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Wow. wow. Yeah. I mean, we got any good reviews in there? Uh, not really. Um, but one summed it up really well. I mean, besides the Falcor one, where Falcor is a pimp. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and one second, we've got... Yeah, baby, scratch my ear. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is someone that went negative on it. They gave it a two out of five, but they said this was sweet and charming at the time, but now it just lacks either the comedy or sophistication of kids' fantasy films that we've all become accustomed to. If you're coming here for the comedy, you watched yeah. the wrong movie. But, right. but that's what I think they mean, though, that it's like, oh, it's like a kids' fantasy film. This should have been like whimsical. Uh, We're used to that. And instead, you know. It is not that. <laughs> it is not whimsical. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I mean, it's whimsical. Yeah, not in the way that I, Toy Story is. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to watch Toy Story so bad right now, dude. It's just, but not the one where they almost all die. Like, no. watch the first one. Yeah, I'm watching Toy Story 1, dude. Sid's up to no good, and that's all I need. <laughs> yeah, He's you know? lighting things on fire. Yeah, like, that's that's, cool. that's the, 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 the stakes. I want to be no higher than Sid lighting stuff on fire. <laughs> uh, Roger Ebert. Roger Ebert. Yeah, what's we, Raj got? We usually like his... He went three out of four. Uh, the world of this movie looks like a very particular place, and the art direction involved a lot of imagination. That that's one thing that did have the sets and the art direction pretty yep. stellar. Yeah, the atmosphere was. We great. talked about when Atreus with the horse right before the sad scene, <sighs> where he's sitting in the little like nice meadowy yeah. place and. Everything looks really good. The sets were cool. The sets yeah. were sweet. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it. Even that. even the real world sets, I thought were yeah, yeah. Like the just the colorful stuff in the school mm -hmm. and like the backpack, the costume design was amazing. Yeah. yeah. All the kids yeah. backpacks were yeah. so cool. Yeah. They yeah. Had some sick were packs. Great. yeah. Um, okay. So here's, what's going to go down audience. We've got this wheel that we spin to determine what we watch next week. And we also have this list, this massive list of movies that we have a question mark next to as to whether or not they hold up. And that will, uh, the list is what feeds the wheel. Did I sound okay there, Jason Flynn? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Jason Gray, why don't we go ahead and randomize that list? Before I randomize, just collectively, I want to take a big like. Just <sighs> <sighs> this okay, is this it. is definitely like a behind the scenes thing, but like next week we're taking. You won't feel a pause in this, but we are not recording next week. Maybe that's good. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll have it. We'll have a nice week off. Let's yeah. all watch some upbeat shit that we're yeah. all used to watching. Yeah. Like yeah. rewatch a couple things. It'll be good. So whatever we're gonna get on the wheel here or find on the wheel, we'll uh, we'll have a good time. Yeah, I think like Jeremy I think, was saying at the beginning of this thing, just collect ourselves again. Yeah, I need to bring myself home. I'm gonna watch Freaky Friday, guys. Okay, just yes. to bring myself back up. Good. You know what I mean? All um, right, you want me to send these? Uh, Hundreds of movies yeah. through the randomizer. Through the randomizer. All right, here we go. 
What do we got? We got Pleasantville. Oh, what? What an interesting turn. Yeah. yeah everything that we've watched so far or have had on the wheel, that is. Wow. Like, I feel like we're getting turn. deep these days. Yeah. Pleasantville is going to. That's a huge question mark. Because that movie could suck so bad, or it could be, be awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, I think so too. Tell so me. is Atreyu dead? No. Remember they he saw all, all of them. Oh are yeah, alive. he was riding his horse. Everyone's alive except yeah. for the wolf. Yeah, fuck the wolf anyway. Kind it's, of a stupid. It's character. an imaginary world. No one dies in your imagination. Thank you, Alan. God, <laughs> amen, dude. Even that horse. Even that horse. Fuck. All right, Jason Gray, so we've got this wheel. What's on the wheel right now, man? Okay, putting Pleasantville right on here. Okay, Pleasantville is on. Okay, okay so the movies we have on here, there's 10 movies. I'm going to read through them right now. Here we go. Uh, Jason's favorite, Seven Years in Tibet. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, man. Damn it, Alan. I was so happy. I was so hoping Alan would be my saving grace. Of being like, no way. Oh, that'll be great. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, A River Wild. Final Destination. Yeah. Karate Kid, Dante's Peak, Galaxy Quest, ah. the original Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles, Encino Man, Con Air, <laughs> and this week's ad, Pleasantville. What a spread, you guys. We've got a spread. So, uh, Jason Flynn, what do you want it to be? I think I want to go Encino Man. Okay. Nice, lighthearted, like, come on. Yeah, let's bring it up a little bit. Jason Gray? <sighs> You know, I like where, because I'm so down right now mm-hmm. that that sounds great, but I got to stick with my perennial recently, A River Wild. Okay. I'm going to go with, um, <sighs> you know what? I want Final Destination. Okay. Ooh, I want it because that movie, like, even though it's crazy, it brings me up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it brings me up in a weird way. Mr. Mr. I can't, Allen. <laughs> can't watch to see people die in weird ways. <laughs> I'm going to go Con Air just because it'd be so fun to watch again anyway. Yeah, totally. Con Air. Okay, good, Jay. Good pull. All right. Spin that wheel, Here baby. Here we go. Good spin. Oh, oh, oh. Karate Kid. The Karate Kid. Another 1984 special. Yeah, dude. Is that 84? Wow. 84. It might have been 86, but I'm pretty sure it's Your doppelganger, Jeremy. My doppelganger. Yeah, I get Ralph Macchio all the time. I do. Uh, I can see that. It's a compliment. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's got it going on, dude. I like this just because of the whole thing going on right now with Cobra Kai. Yeah. Very big. They just started filming season four. Nice. So, yeah. Like, there's going to be... The nostalgia on this one's going to be through the roof. And I'm also excited to see how the show, Cobra Kai, shifts our lens yeah. watching Karate Kid. That's kind of yeah. why I want to rewatch it, but I yeah. couldn't rewatch it because it's on the wheel. And Yeah. So that's what we're doing next week, you guys. We're talking Karate Kid. This was our episode on The Never Ending Story. We got deep. We're going <laughs> to take a little bit to recover from this, um, but you won't feel it. Uh, the this regular scheduled programs will continue next week with Karate Kid. A big thank you to Alan Santos thank for joining you, us in thank the studio. Thank you, guys. That was great. We love having Alan here. <laughs> that was really great, guys. Thank, thanks, yeah, thanks a lot. Me. Just yeah, ruined, my, ruined my weekend. I know. I, I apologize for your Saturday, dude. Whatever. And, and Sunday. Yeah. Whatever you're taking into the weekend is our fault. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry. Yeah, I'm booking therapy appointments right now. Yeah, there we go. All right, you guys. So we'll be here next week for Karate Kid. I'm Jeremy Miller. I'm Jason Gray. I'm Jason Flynn. Alan J. Santos. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>